Welcome to the FNO InsureTech Podcast, a place where movers and shakers from all points within the insurance ecosystem gather and discuss all things InsureTech. We talk about how technology and innovation are affecting and driving change in the industry. Here are your hosts, Lee Boyd and Rob Beller. Hey, Podcast World, welcome to another driving episode, thriving and driving, thriving not, and driving, but not conniving episode of FNO Insure Tech. Yeah. With the smart one, Lee Boyd and Hi. the cute one, Rob Beller. Hi, everybody. How are you, Lee? You're, you're lively today, aren't you? I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm all juiced up. It's true. I've had like 17 cups of coffee. Yeah. And I'm kind of back on my very strict fast regimen. I'm fasting fast, again. Fast with 17 cups of coffee? That does not sound good. Uh, Yeah, but I'm fasting again. I like it. You were fasting like yesterday. Or is this the I, same fast I, or is this a different no, fast? No, I'm doing, I'm doing a one meal a day regimen. Oh. So I just eat dinner. Dinner. Is That's it a big it. dinner? Uh, is it a healthy uh, dinner? It's a healthy, well. You know, healthy to one person isn't to the next. It's not vegan, if that's no, what you're No, I think there's at. a definition. I think, like... It's not McDonald's or I anything like, like it. I like McDonald's. I know. You guys, uh, you guys are big McDonald's eaters. I enjoy it, yeah. I like their app. Do isn't you? It, isn't it cool how technology, you know, is here? And, like, everyone is using technology in all aspects of our lives. Like, McDonald's has this app. And I can order my food, drive up, and they bring it out to me. Something that didn't exist a few years ago. You know what's cool is think 20 years down the line. Yeah. Think how amazing. Because there will be, mature, you know, maturity in so many spaces like, like, like apps, example. I mean, you know, apps are what, 10 years old or 15 years old. Yeah. Imagine when they're 30 years old. I mean, just the, the, it goes on and on and on how remarkable it is today and how much remarkable, more remarkable it'll be in the future. Well, think uh, about the life before the iPhone right. and one day something else will come there, there, there will right. be a new technology, a, mm -hmm. a pivot, right? A change. What, yep. what will that be? It's coming. It's and you know, there's, there. there's going to be smart Someone's people out there. There's going to be smart people out there who are going to make that happen. Yeah, we have one of them on the podcast today. We do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're not just we're not just jibber jabbering here, Lee. No, this isn't just a couple of yahoos talking about nothing. No, it's about a company that had modest beginnings, but now is a dom has a dominant presence in the uh, on the auto side of the yeah. claims business. A insured tech before insured tech was cool. An insure tech before there was the word insure tech. Yep. Andrew Andy Cohen is with us today. The yeah, president I mean, and COO of Snapsheet. We're big fans. This is the third time that we've had somebody on from Snapsheet. It's a remarkable company who is including service and technology and is doing good at both. And they surround themselves with great people. Uh, and I think that's something that all business owners and business executives uh, can agree on, that if you get great people in the room, great things can happen. We wanted to have Andy on, 
to talk about leadership at the company. And one of the really interesting things that we uh, we think about Andy is is that Andy is an insurance professional, a uh, long time in the insurance business and on the working on the carrier side, and is now uh, in an insure tech and has been there for several years and succeeded greatly. So we wanted his thoughts and perspectives. And uh, you're going to hear him in just a second. Yeah. I say we jump on in. Let's drive forward. No, you do it. Without further ado, here is our interview with Andy Cohen, president and COO at Snapsheet. Hey, everybody. We are here today with a special guest from a special company that's been very, very good to uh, our little crazy podcast, FNO InsureTech, and yeah. that is Mr. Andy Cohen, president and COO of Snapsheet, the fourth Snapsheeter yeah. <laughs> uh, that we've had on. And because because we love the company, and I don't think anybody has done in InsureTech quite what you guys have done. And so there's so much to talk about. We wanted to have you join us. Welcome to our show. Thanks so much. And that's, uh, gosh, that's a lot to live up to because, you know, the, the other folks like Brad and CJ that you've had on this in the past are, you know, they're the, uh, Mavericks who created this crazy thing, you know, almost a decade ago now. So, uh, hopefully I can do them justice and, you know, we've got a really great team here. So, uh, you know, all, uh, you know, some of these thoughts are mine, but I'll, I'll probably pair them. <laughs> okay, well, they'll put up a post that says we disavow most of what Andy had to say. Um, <laughs> but let's start by, we always kind of start by talking about what the company does, but just give us a real quickie on Snapsheet and then tell us a little bit about what you do there. Sure, sure. Thanks. And so Snapsheet is a company that spends 100% of its efforts on making the claims process simple for everyone. And Snapsheet began, uh, like I said, about a decade ago by pioneering this concept of taking the legacy auto appraisal process and digitizing it and making it virtual. So using technology in a way that hadn't been done before and changing the orthodoxy of the industry uh, to instead of going to a repair facility or having someone come to your driveway to, you know, get an appraisal after an accident to use technology available in those cool smartphones that came out about 10 years ago to take pictures and use rules, now AI and process and tools to get to a better outcome for customers and, and carriers. And so, you know, fast forward over the last decade, we built out that appraisal business and that technology enabled business and have really expanded and accelerated to today where we work with more than a hundred carriers around the world. We have our, you know, appraisal software business and that is broadly adopted across the industry. And we also have learned by, you know, working with carriers and all the different parties that are involved in a claim how to inject technology into the claims process to right. get better outcomes. And over the last couple of years, it's really been doubling down our investment in that technology to launch a cloud native claims platform that's beyond auto. You know, we support auto, certainly injury, liability, and property claims from 
FNOL all the way through digital settlement. Wow. Really building off of what we learned by, you know, in, you know, delivering our technology into, you know, the legacy claims process. And so we work with all types of carriers from, you know, top 10 mega personal lines auto carriers to TPAs to self-insured fleets, the whole gig economy, whether that's personal lines or commercial lines, share, car sharing, ride sharing, delivery, mobility. And then, you know, a big portion of our you know technology businesses as insure techs that are buying a claim system for the first time or bringing claims in-house for the first time and want a different experience. They have a great digital experience on the front end and they're looking for an equally digital and consumer friendly and adjuster friendly experience on the back end. And so we're working in auto and property with a lot of the names that you've had on this podcast. Cool. So over a hundred customers and just 10 years old, that's, that's moving pretty quick. That means that you've created a lot of excitement. Tell us what it is that draws some of these carriers or insurance organizations to you guys? What problem do you solve for them? Great question. You know, I'd like to think, and I think we'd like to think that, you know, there's so much out there that is people talking about what they're going to do that we had to build this thing. And again, going back to Brad, CJ, Dan Clones, our CTO, you know, Team, the, a lot of the early folks that, you know, that started this up, you know, really had to prove with value that we were delivering something that could have economic benefits in terms of whether that's speed, accuracy, net promoter score, you know, true claims outcomes. And so while a lot of people are talking about what they're going to do, you know, we try to lead with results. And so when you have to go into a major carrier and convince them to do something differently using technology that they've done the same way for a number of years. Um, it's not, especially when the people in the early days were people that weren't from the industry, it was leading with the value and the results. And so, you know, those, those are things like, you know, reduction in cycle time. So speeding up the claim process to first payment. Those are things like improving the accuracy, using data and information to get to a more accurate appraisal based on the right labor rates, the right parts, with you know the right guidelines aligned to the carrier's expectations, and then certainly for our claim system, it's about automating things to make the adjusters' lives easier. And I think that's a key one that we probably don't do enough to talk about. Is you know when you're building technology and and putting it inside a carrier, you know the adjusters vote with their feet, and you've got to be able to make the adjusters' lives easier. And that's where our claim platform really does by automating things like communications and workflows and setting reserves and payments, things that require document management, you know, where an adjuster, you know, really smart resource that's around validating coverage and firming, you know, liability and and understanding fault and, and complex things, you don't want them spending their time stapling together and gluing together information across multiple systems and email and document management and things like that. And so I think to wrap that up, it's really our technology is aimed at creating value. And that's why people look to us to deliver them results. You know, Rob and I were talking before this, we were talking about Snapsheet and saying, are they a technology company or are they a claims company? And 
you know, what is your answer to that whenever, whenever we ask you that? Well, in this industry, it's like uh, all, all insurance carriers are technology companies. And frankly, we're some of the earliest technology companies. If you think about actuarial tables and data and analytics has always been at the forefront of, you know, insurance. So we are a claims company. If you think about it in terms of expertise and uh, value, but where we're unique is we've built technology to fill the gaps or to bring the right information and context of the claim to the human. And, you know, so much of what's important in technology right now isn't whether the computer does it or whether the person does it. You know, that's great when, you know, those are, you know, the, you know, the bounding blocks, certainly it's binary ones and zeros, but the reality is how do you bring the human in the loop and into the context of the claim when they're needed? And I think that's where our technology is very differentiated in terms of taking an industry that's historic, and you all know this, you all are claims people through and through, historically, uh, you know, diary-driven, reactive, customer calls in, sends an information, and you're responding to flipping it proactive by saying, you know what, you don't actually have to do anything on this claim today because we're waiting on the lawyer to do something or the inspector that's going on on the roof, we're waiting on that. So don't worry about touching this file today. And then right. when something comes in, turn it into proactive through workflows and rules and technology to actually bring it to the forefront and have the you know adjuster adjust and use you know their brains when it's time to do that work. And I think that's what we are. We are a claims company that builds world-class technology and figures out how to deploy that technology in the environment, whether that's integrating with policy systems, or third-party vendor platforms, third-party data platforms, or even having the humans in the loop for the carriers to, you know, whether that's adjust. Ultimately, it's still a claims is a is is you know the moment of truth, and people are going to want to talk to people. So, how do you make that as you know frictionless as possible? And that's really what we are. Well, and I imagine you were saying earlier, a lot of the funding that that you receive goes towards building those technologies and workflows and and really improving everything. And it leads us to to the announcement of the Series E a little bit over a month or two ago, right? Raising additional capital for improving the product. I mean, how how exciting is that? Oh, I mean, it's it's incredibly exciting. I mean, as you think about it right now, the opportunity to invest in insurance is very different when when the company was founded and I'll probably get the numbers wrong but if you think about it there was an insure tech when when snapsheet was created right that right. wasn't even a concept at the time we're talking about a very different coming out of the last financial crisis you know and I think our series A we were trying to prove that you could drive and build you know right estimates from photos which is you know again the antithesis of what was, you know, the orthodoxy of the industry at the, time, right. to the point where most people said you're crazy. Right. In fact, it was heretical. Yeah, yeah exactly. Heretical is probably a better word. Right. And, you know, uh, you know, alchemy. Right. And now you fast forward. It's, it, you know, even this was even true in 2016, 2017. Now you fast forward and everyone's talking about, you know, automating everything, digitizing everything. And there's no humans in the, in, in the middle of it. And, and that's how fast the technology is changing. So the, the fundraise is absolutely to continue to invest in this claims platform, which is super differentiated, and our software to, like I said, we're, we've expanded into property, 
you know, we're doing injury claims for in it. We obviously payments with multiple fantastic banking partners around it. And so it's really critical at this juncture to keep investing in the R&D and in our, in our great technology team to build these differentiated features because what's fascinating in the environment right now is, you know, we've got all of these differentiated features in our claim system, but there's a lot of base things that a claim system also has to have from a regulatory perspective, a compliance perspective as well. And it's just a massive set of data challenges, workflow challenges, platform challenges globally. And so we feel really confident and lucky that we get to take this on in multiple geographies across multiple lines of business with, you know, credibility having done this for a decade now and working with some of the best and largest carriers in the world that have confidence in us to do it. And then all of our customers on this, you know, get the benefit as it's a multi-tenant cloud platform that get the benefit of all of these innovations in real time without a huge technology investment or a small IT project or, you know, nine to 12 months to get a change. And, you know, it's really about, if I was to say what we're doing with that money, it's putting the power in the hands of the, the carrier customers and rideshare customers and self-insured customers so they can create their own workflow, so they can add their own data fields, so that they can, they can really take advantage of the platform in a way that some of the other platforms historically haven't let them do that. We talk a lot and hear a lot about straight through processing, as you know, Processing a claim, doing a claim, handling a claim is very, very different for an automobile than it is for a property. Sure. But when I say the term straight through processing, what does that mean to you? Hey, look, I think the industry has changed on this a lot. And, and, and just you know, by way of background, right, I've been doing uh, working in the insurance industry for over 20 years. You know, I was a consultant for a long time working with personal lines and commercial lines carriers. And then I got a real job and went to work for what I think is a great carrier, traveler's insurance on the business insurance side. Worked with really great people there and then went to CNA, another great carrier on the commercial line side and got an operating role driving field, worldwide field operations and uh, around it. And so, you know, straight through processing, you know, going back to how I think about it and how we always used to think about it is getting the right work to the right people at the right time. Somehow the industry's kind of, Evolved to say it's automating it soup to nuts, you know, without any human involvement, which in some cases just isn't practical based on regulatory or compliance or certainly expense. Your property example is fantastic where you've got, you know, maybe a roof damage, maybe water damage at the inside. And, you know, it's different contractors that need to do it. And it's not like, oh, you automated and paid the claim. It doesn't mean that homeowner's house or that business's building has been restored and fixed, especially in this post-COVID world where, you know, supplies and contractors and, you know, is, is a scarce. So, you know, to answer your question, to, to us, straight through processing is very much about taking all of these complexities and, and the claim is, a, you know, a party of many parties and getting the right work to the right people with human involvement only where it's needed. So, you know, to, to visualize that, that's, you know, a series of assembly lines that the system creates based on the context of the claim. And that's what we're doing for property where, you know, a spoilage claim could maybe go straight through without any human intervention. 
But a property claim, you could certainly make an assignment to a third party or multiple third party vendors right away because you know you're going to, going to want to evaluate it without an adjuster having to manually push a button to make that assignment. And then when you know the estimate or the repair needs come back in, you know you can certainly auto pay the customer based on threshold without having to approve that because that's what's expected these days, right? Like if I order, you know, a really expensive item online and it shows up broken, I don't talk to a human to get it reset and fixed. Usually they just give me a credit or ask me to send it back and send the next one out. And that's that's where straight through processing, you know, I think is going. And I think a lot of carriers, certainly the insure tech, some of the more in, innovative, more legacy carriers as well, are really trying to focus on this, not about 100% solutions, but taking things that are just great customer experiences and using the technology to drive it that way. You talked about your background and where you came from, and, I, and I, I, we want to keep talking about Snapsheet, but I want to take the opportunity to ask you some questions about that. You're a insurance guy. Very and, much. And now you're an insurance guy in the tech, not, now you're an insure tech guy. Right. And so you're, you moved to the technology side. A lot of, a lot we see technology people create a solution that's applicable for insurance and they move over and become, you know, insure tech or insurance people by virtue of their product that they created. You're the opposite of that. You're an insurance guy who's moved to the technology world. Talk for a minute about what that's like and what drew you to it. Great question. What I'd say is, number one, I'm definitely an insurance person through and through, right? Spent most of my time on the underwriting side of the business before I moved into the claim side of the business. So a lot of perspective across the whole value chain, distribution, underwriting, pricing, product, operations, back office operations, claims, you know, even M&A and things like that. But, but so a lot of diverse perspectives around it. I think First and foremost, I think people would say I'm passionate and I'm very impatient. And I think, you know, I, had a, <laughs> I, I think working on the carrier side, uh, you know, I had a lot of early great mentors, early days in consulting that are all insurance people now, like Andrew Robinson, who's a CEO of Skyward Specialty now, was, was you know, early days I worked for him as a consultant and, and, and very closely. So, I, you know, and then, you know, going to the traveler side you know, worked with just a fantastic leadership team of folks there like Michael Klein and Scott Higgins and Bill Cunningham, just, just, just fantastic insurance people. And then the same thing can be said at CNA with, with, with the leadership team there. And, and I think I just was so impatient that I'd bang my head against the wall every day saying there's a better way to do this, right? That we can use technology or we can change it and try changes and, and insurance carriers are just risk averse. And they aren't really set up for people that want to take risks and fail fast and try things. And I think, you know, one of the maxims, one of the people I mentioned earlier said to me, it was like, look, once, once a big insurance carrier knows what the right answer is, it takes three years to implement. Sure. If it's fast tracked. If it's fast tracked, right, right. And so to me, look, these are great companies. And that was kind of, that's kind of the mindset because there's so big organizations that are built to be built to last And they're not about any individual. And, you know, when you're immature, like I was, and maybe some people would say I still am, and impatient, you're like, why can't we go faster? Right. And uh, so I think that's why, you know, I I left 
was was really about, look, I want to be on the other side of this. And I got to tell you, and I think some of the Snapsheet folks would say this, I wasn't ready for it because, you know, corporate strategy, strategy, even operations is like three, three yards in a cloud of dust at really big scale. And when you're building something and growing really fast, you, you, it, it's, it's not ready, aim, 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 fire. Sometimes it's just fire, 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 aim, fire, 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 aim. So I think mm-hmm. that was probably a pretty eye-opening experience for my first year, year and a half to really understand and, and try to work with the tech side to understand how that gets built and implemented. And now I'm on the other side of that, trying to balance that, working with our carriers and our engineering team to do that. And some days I think I do an okay job at that. And some days, you know, we, we don't. <laughs> some days you walk out of the room and they all laugh. How? I so, think you know that, that that probably happens more often than not. So. I only say that because with me, they don't even wait till I walk out of the room. Yeah, that's true. They yeah, just do it in front of me. Kind. I'm sure that they do it to my face too in, 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 the, in the room. And but But the reality is, you know, you've got to have a little bit of a different mindset that you've got to fail fast. We talk about that a lot. You've got to take yes. some risk and you got to really find partners that are willing to lean in with you, which we've found with a lot of great insure techs, but these companies are really at the forefront of trying to use technology differently in the insurance value chain that I just talked about. And they're willing to you know, try stuff. And that's really fun for our team to build really cool things that don't exist and implement them and test them and use the data to prove that they're different, which is no different than what we did, you know, a, a decade ago saying you could, you could appraise damage through photos, you know, after an auto accident, you know, it's the same thing. It's just, you know, a different part of the value chain, whether it's injury or property where you guys are really, you know, comfortable. You know, it was in June 2017 that they announced uh, you as the chief operating officer. And here, four years later, in June of 2021, we see that president has been added to to your title. Tell us about that. What is what does that mean for you? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't fixate too much on what what that is. We had a tried and true team that has a, a giant chip on their shoulder because the whole industry, you know, tried to make sure Snapsheet couldn't exist, and then now. Um, you know, virtual auto appraisals is the way of the world. When you've got fantastic yeah. companies touting that and commercials and things like that, it's very different than what it was. And so, you know, to me, as I think about being, you know, the president of Snapsheet, it's really just, you know, trying to continue to work really closely with the marketplace, our carriers and our internal teams to make sure that we're, you know, building and executing on what we say we are. We uh, There's a lot of noise out there in the industry around what people are saying they're doing, what they're doing, not just insurance, and what's what's real and what's not. And at the end of the day, it's all good for the industry because that means people are trying things. We think we have some, you know, really differentiated technology uh, products in the space. And my job is to make sure that the world knows that we've got a claim system that is, you know, uh, unparalleled at some of the capabilities that it has around engagement, communication, workflow, automation, all the things that lead to, you know, digitizing the claims platform differently. And that's, that's tried and true. And then, 
um, you know, like, like you know, helping to prioritize resources so that we're investing in the right areas going forward. But that's not just my job, right? Like it's it's we've got a a great team that does that. So so I would say it's for, from Snapsheet. Um, we want to continue to lead the industry in some of these products that we're building and continue to release new ones and stay ahead of of the game. And and I think a lot of carriers um, are doing a lot of things, but I think that our technology allows them to do it even better than what they've even said. Let's talk about that. Back to this, you were a strategist and I'm sure you still are. Um, Now that you're not inside of a carrier, and, and you're in the insure tech world, which a lot of people would say is, you know, one of the great strategic uh, changes and, and directions in insurance today. You have a front row seat, really, and, and a lot of knowledge and background. What do you t- talk about for a minute? What do you see as a strategist looking, looking out ahead? What, what kind of thoughts come to your mind about where things are and where they're going from an insure tech and claims perspective? I think that people have been talking about transformations and insurance for almost 20 years now. And I think that, you know, replacing a platform is just not a transformation and, and it's just not, it's, you're just replacing a platform and, any platform can, if you follow the same work process, you follow the same workflow, you follow, follow the same training and you don't change your process, all the platforms are capturing the data, right? And maybe you have better access to that data. It's not a bad thing, right? It's just where it is. So I think that what I'm seeing now, and this is, this is true on underwriting side of the house, this is true on risk management, it's true in claims, it's true in service, is it's less lip service about, oh, we've got to replatform this and that's going to make us have better architecture or that's going to make us more efficient. It's like, no, we need to actually change our actual business and operating models to change how people want to do business. And, you know, when in a world when the best customer experience is matched by your last best customer experience in your everyday life, think whatever brand that you buy digitally on that's where insurance is. And I think it's not lip service anymore. And I think the biggest opportunity is also the biggest challenge for carriers, which is, you you know, do the carriers have the right leaders in their organizations to change the way they've always done it to maintain competition and to use the technology that's available in a way to change their operating model to get to better outcomes. And that could be speed, that could be, you know, writing more policies, that could be distribution, certainly it's true in claims. And I think this last year and a half with, you know, COVID and the changes in frequency that were so dramatic um, in the industry, um, the carriers really didn't invest in those operating model changes because it was about getting home and making sure people are safe and, making sure customers are safe and all the right things, right? And now as frequencies coming roaring back, right? And and certainly cats and the weather environments are seem to be even more volatile than what we've seen. Carriers are really stuck in a place where they've got a pricing environment to super competitive and you got inflationary factors. 
it's really about business model and operating model shifts. And do the carriers have the right people at the table? Do the insure techs have the right people at the table? And are they using the right vendor partners like Snapsheet at the table to get to outcomes that are going to maintain competitiveness, right? And whether that's on loss costs or whether that's on, you know, distribution. I want to ask you about your claim management system. And AWS, as an example, came along kind of serendipitously mm-hmm. based on a lot of circumstances. And now it's, we all know the AWS story. Uh, is that kind of what happened with your claim management system? Was that you guys had built this incredibly robust system for yourselves and you thought, wow, we can take this out to market or maybe it would serve uh, mo- more people than just ourselves? What, what was the story there? Brad, CJ, I would say absolutely, right? Absolutely, that was the first starting point. You've got to get a toehold in this industry with a really unique product and feature. But from there, because of the complexities of implementing technology across this ecosystem and the just data privacy, security, you know, infosec that's that in this environment, it's it's absolutely, and it always has been land and expand. Even when we started, it was one thing and then we expanded off of that. So it was absolutely, if you go back, we were, pre- we're preparing for a strategy session in about four weeks and we were pulling up some documents from way predating me. And absolutely, this was in the card. So first I would say yes. But the, what really drove it into it was our customers asking for it. We got pulled into payments because look, we were one of the first companies to take payment via a mobile app. You know, people still think of us as an app company and we don't have downloadable apps as part of our offering that much anymore because technology's changed, right? Um, so to answer your question, you know, more directly, you know, the, the carriers and our customers, ultimately our Snapsheet appraisals offering was an outsourced offering where it was our people. They say, geez, we have our own people. They're really good. Can we use your technology with our people, right? You have really good digital engagement and workflows and automation. Is that something we can implement ourselves? And so that's what brought us first to commercialize that product was to build what we were doing for them. And then obviously claims management is the perfect end-to-end workflow to that to, to execute on that, which is very similar to an appraisal process where you basically have an FNOL, which is a lot of documents and a lot of data. And then you have to normalize that workflow across multiple adjusters and multiple lines of insurance, and then be able to execute it through coverage validation and, and ultimately to settlement and repairs and payout. And so it was very similar. And so absolutely it was strategically on our radar what what you started with AWS, where we're starting cloud native and starting with the ability to um, build more configurable technology means that we can offer the same platform to multiple carriers that use it differently, but under the same right. you know, infrastructure. And that's right. really how Snapsheet was founded is we provided this appraisal services business to all these different carriers, non-standard, high net worth, major top 10, you know, self-insured fleet company, all different workflows, all different policies, all under one container platform with unique workflows that apply to those carriers. So that's what gave us the confidence to do it. And obviously it doesn't hurt when you have a really good engineering team and a company of 
you know, leaders that have a giant chip on their shoulder and love to hear it when people say, yeah, you can't do this. And so I think that helps also. <laughs> so before we run out of time, I want to touch on COVID real quick and ask you a COVID question. Of course, we work mostly on the property side, but we, our company has a lot of involvement on the auto side, ton of involvement on the auto side. And so you're cruising along, you know, you're probably growing year over year and then COVID hits and all of a sudden no one's driving. And I'm sure that had to affect your business as well. Just from a volume standpoint, volumes crashed through the table because uh, people weren't driving and therefore they weren't having accidents. And now it's kind of come back and we have many of our customers reaching out to us for help on the auto side. Talk about that, how COVID has affected you guys in in that way. Well, first, any of your customers that are reaching out to you on the auto side, uh, you know, they're happy to reach out to Snapsheet. Uh, just, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I, look, who would have thought in any scenario that, the people that invented virtual appraising would be impacted the most when auto frequency dropped in half overnight. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's completely, like I said, a black swan. So it's super counterintuitive, but the reality is when, and, and I've been on the carrier side, so I understand that. I think that the industry, you know, did what the industry typically does in this situation. If a carrier had, you know, people, themselves, they weren't going to keep outsourcing auto appraisals to a third party when they have people, so they'd have people, you know, that are their employees, you know, not doing work. So that's why Snapsheet was was impacted quite significantly. The whole industry went down on frequency significantly. I think Snapsheet went down even further because those customers where we were a significant portion of their claims volume, but they had staff were able to insource their claims. You know, so that that had a huge impact on our business, on our people, on all of us. Um, I think we were really quick to see it coming by just the nature of our global business, global investor base, our leadership team traveling all over the place and seeing masks pop up in January and February. So we were prepared for that change and we had done the worst case modeling and it certainly passed our worst case pretty quickly. Uh, but having said that, it also gave us an opportunity to really understand our relationships with our customers, um, really build out some new offerings in that business and focus our energy and efforts on our software platform. We built out one of the largest specialty commercial appraising operations in the country for motorcycles, RVs, delivery, semi-trucks, mobility, which were areas in, of the country and the economy that weren't as impacted, in fact, increased in terms of frequency during COVID. And we were always doing it, but never to the scale that we were. We also built out and spent a ton of effort building out our claim system. So now as you fast forward a year, you know what a difference a year makes, we're seeing frequency absolutely come back you know, faster than we expected. So it went away to a greater extent and faster than we thought. And now it's coming back way faster than we thought this year. And so it's a uh, us, you know, rebuilding. And, and the good news is, you know, we've done it before so that we know we can do it. And we've hired, you know, over 130 people in the last 90 days with plans to hire, you know, more than 100 more in the next couple of months across all product lines to support this growth. So it was something... I'd never want to go through again and something completely unforeseen, 
but I think our company managed, you know, through it and certainly our relationships with our, our partner carriers are, are, are strong because we all had to go through it together. Well, we are thrilled to meet you and to hear more about the company and the list of questions and topics just goes on and on and on with you guys. Just to close out, any thoughts or ideas you'd like to leave us with? We'd love to hear. I think from my perspective, first, what you all are doing is great for the industry. I think creating visibility into all the different components of insure tech is as much as stuff's out there, it's still, there's a difference in the PR and the marketing and the reality. And I think things like this and you all affording companies this opportunity is fantastic. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I think the only second thing I'd say is that the one thing, and this isn't a Snapsheet comment, I think you would make the same commentary about your company. And I'm sure people that are competitors of Snapsheet would say the same thing. So the one thing I'd say is for carriers that have come across Snapsheet or any other vendor care, say, oh yeah, we know what they do or they do this. In this environment where technology changes so rapidly, we're investing so much money into the technology platforms that keeping up with what the companies are doing every three months and six months, nine months, 12 months to understand what's relevant. I think when I was a carrier, people think tended to look at strategy initiatives in three and five year increments. It was like, oh yeah, we looked at them a year and a half ago. And a year and a half ago is like 15 years in right. investment world or and certainly in the insure tech world right now. And so anyone who's listening, I think, and that's true for all companies, like where we, where Snapsheet was from a business maturity, product maturity, um, I, we look back every three months and six months and start laughing at how far we've advanced it. And I think our companies and insure techs don't do a good enough job of continuing to articulate that and having that cut through the PR and marketing because everyone thinks everyone's already doing it and everyone's messaging starts to run together when there is huge differentiation out there. Well, Andy, we want to thank you so much for being on today. It's always a treat to get to talk about Snapsheet and what it is. And it's, it's just an amazing journey just from the first time that we had somebody on to now. Uh, your world has changed. And just as you said, if you haven't looked at Snapsheet recently, you know, look at them. They're, they're, they're changing. They're bettering themselves. So we very much appreciate you being on and we look forward to maybe the next time you're on. That's awesome. I'll, I'll be on anytime you want. I love talking about the industry. So any topic, let me know. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Lee, you had to go, but Andy and I sat on the phone for about a half an hour after we finished and just talked about being in the industry and being on a carrier side and service provider side is so interesting. What a, what a great guest who has terrific experience. Really appreciate having him. Yeah. He, I mean, I really enjoyed the podcast. I did have to go at the end. He is a neat person. I can't wait to get together with him again and just to sit there and visit and talk about the world of insurance and what's all going on. Thank you for being with us always. Thank you, Alicia. Alicia Moss. Let me let me repeat that. Alicia Moss. Thank you. Our crackerjack content producer who makes sure that everything happens with guests and getting guests and scheduling guests. Alicia Moss. Remember that name everybody. And we also couldn't do it without Astrid. Our groupie. Our groupie. 
Everybody needs one. We have one. So eat your heart out, everybody who doesn't have a groupie, because Lee and I do. So with all that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.